I went to the P.O. box. Anything good? Bills. Did you get the cat food? Oh, ramen? Everybody loves ramen. Speaking of ramen, where's the girl? Sleeping. Again? Doesn't she have homework? It's Friday. Oh, yes. It's date, date night. night. I don't like moving. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a visceral negative response to even the suggestion that we might move. We're not moving. Good. At this time. Great. Yes. We have moved in the past. Yes. I've moved 25 or 26 times three different countries. I have moved only nine times in one country. And how much of the stuff that you had mm -hmm. in the first place you lived mm -hmm. do you still have today? Well, let's see. The first place I lived, I was a baby. And so there's like probably a stuffed animal or two that's still around. It's not so much the actual moving. It's all of the stuff, the precursor to moving. Mm -hmm. And the postcursor. And the postcursor and the PTSD. And the pre-TSD. I, I see. I see. We've done all this moving, and yet we've now still spent most of our life in our current town. Because our, our last two houses, these two houses, the ones we owned, were both in the same town. That's right. One mile away from each other. That's right. In fact, yeah. Now, so our first apartment together... Mm. Um, I was working at the TV station. You were working at the college. Mm -hmm. And it was a one-bedroom mm -hmm. apartment that was on a very busy street. And then we had to leave that apartment after three years, I think it was, something like that. Something like that. And we were looking for another apartment. Mm -hmm. And we ended up moving two blocks away. Yes, we did. It was a different town, though, which is it is fascinating because everything changes, but not really. Not really. Now, this this place had two bedrooms. Yes. And it was great because when we started our business, yes. it was literally on a Mac Plus <laughs> that was in a little alcove about the size of three or four feet wide mm -hmm. was the table. Right. And then the dot matrix printer was mm -hmm. in the bedroom at mm -hmm. the foot of our bed. Uh -huh. But the second apartment, mm -hmm. we had started to accumulate mm -hmm. stuff. stuff. But we had a whole room just for the business in our second apartment and... And? Free cable. Oh, that's right. We had free cable in the second apartment. Yeah. Not, and it was totally due to the incompetence of the cable company not realizing that leaving the cable live was not a good idea when the person moving into the apartment is a TV producer. So... You can figure out how to make that live cable work with your television without a cable box. At the time, I am certain this has changed now. Two and a half years. In the early years of starting the business, mm -hmm. you know, we had a couple of computers. Mm -hmm. We had a dot matrix printer. Mm -hmm. We started to accumulate 
office things. We had saved up every penny. Mm-hmm. Put a down payment for a house. The area we lived in was starting to get pretty expensive. We did look around at um, those condos down the street, the village or something. Yeah, something like that. They were like brick. Mm-hmm. And they were nice, but they were small. Smaller than our apartment. Smaller than our apartment, even though it was on two levels. And ultimately, they were more expensive than what we ended up paying for our first house. Mm-hmm. And, and there would have been like a, a, a condo a fee as condo well. Fee. So it was kind of like... But the, the dining room, living room, dining room mm-hmm. faced the community pool. Oh, yeah. And we thought that would be awesome and maybe not so awesome, mm-hmm. right? Never get anything done. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Out of the pool all day. Now, if we had purchased yeah. there. But instead. Instead. Because we had, you know, limited means. Yeah, we as artists at the time. looked south of Boston in our current town and we found, we were shown some interesting places mm-hmm. very interesting wow all of the places we had been to because of what we could afford yeah <laughs> and this was before the real estate tanked so things were starting to get expensive it was not it hadn't really appreciated yet okay all right no, it hadn't really appreciated yet, It, especially south of Boston. Mm. It was like, because we couldn't afford where we were, but south of Boston, it hadn't really started yet, which is why we could look there. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but still, we were shown some very strange properties. Oof. Man, there's one that gave us vertigo. Oh, man. Well, me. Did it give you vertigo, too? Sort of, yeah. We like, you... Yeah, like we got up to the top of the stairs. You turned left with the real estate agent. I turned right. There were rooms on each end. And things were tilted. Yeah, italicized. Really, truly tilted. Yeah, yeah. And And I turned around to look at you down the hall through the doors and I literally got dizzy. I was like, whoa. Well, they, they they had bothered to sand the floor and then polyurethane on it to make the floor look very nice, you know, very nice wood. But it was at a, like, know. you know, an eight degree angle. I know. And down in the kitchen, the, like, the cabinets were so tiny that they wouldn't have even fit our plates. Mm, that's right and then the thing that i felt bad about oh, is the old that, lady remember, it was this little old lady and this was clearly the house that she'd lived in for a long time mm-hmm. and she loved her house and she was so sweet mm-hmm. to us when we passed through and my heart was kind of breaking because i was thinking to myself you know obviously we don't have the means to do anything with this property right. like we can't right. we can't Buy we would it have and had to live in it. it this way, and this is probably like an asset for her to like live on. And oh, I was so sad. Yeah. I was so sad because it. I don't know. No, well, she probably house. did sell it. Yeah. And she probably, you know, um, found a uh, apartment or a condo, a living space mm-hmm. that had flat floors. That's mm-hmm. probably what she really wanted. 
<laughs> she's probably putting on an act. <laughs> she's probably like, you know, they oh, rented poor me. that old woman. Uh, that's right. She She's an actress. She's an actress. She's a, she's okay. an actress who uh I feel better now. <laughs> yeah, because she had legs like steel because she had to maintain mm-hmm. equilibrium on that very unsturdy mm-hmm. tilted floor. Mhm. Yeah. Wow. Um when we finally found the house that we wanted to move into, I remember driving somewhere to go sign some papers. And it was um, a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of indicative of what happens when you try to put everything all, you try to shove everything, all the activities together at once just to get something done. Mm-hmm. Snowstorm in a car, our old Toyota Tercel mm-hmm. with balding tires. We did not let the tires and, get bald. Uh, no, uh, I'm exaggerating. But I remember one of the windshield wipers wasn't doing a great job. Okay. And the defroster yeah. wasn't working well. And we ran out of de-icing coolant. Oh. Wow. And we were, we were driving along, got stuck in the, all this massive snow that had come down. It was a traffic jam, and we literally ended up Stopping with a car in front of us and a car behind us on the train track. Oh, right. I remember that now. So we're on the train track and the blinking lights start going. Oh, yeah. We're like, oh, crap. We're going to die here before we own our own, you know, our our first Mm -hmm. house. That's right? right. And so I started beeping. I opened the door. I told the guy behind me to move back. He couldn't because there were cars behind him. So I started, I put it in reverse and started pushing him backwards. Mm-hmm. So everyone started kind of moving slowly backwards. Mm-hmm. And of course we thought, we better get the hell out of the car because we're going to get hit by a train. Yeah. Finally managed to pull the car back far enough. Mm-hmm. And then about a minute later, the train, mm-hmm. the, very slowly, but the, the train was driving by. Thank goodness. It was probably going slower because of the snow as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember all the boxes mm-hmm. in the apartment. And we're thinking and to ourselves, how the heck did we get the, all this stuff? How the cats liked to sit on them. And I was sad about losing the free cable. Oh. <laughs> but those boxes, it's like, how the heck did we get all that stuff? And actually, I'm just remembering now that we had laundry in the basement. But they were laundry hookups, so we actually had our first washer and dryer at that point, so we were also moving a washer and dryer. Really? I'm pretty sure. That was our washer and dryer? I'm pretty sure. Huh. Either that or it was our washer, but we still had to buy a dryer. I don't... One of the... That's true. Yeah, we had one of them. We had one of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was a big piece of stuff to move. Huh. Yeah. The moving experience in America. Mm-hmm. Like, this wouldn't happen in Japan. No, but, how do people move in Japan? Well, you hire a crew, which many people do, but here you can you can rent a U-Haul truck. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can hire them in You can rent them in Japan, too. Yeah. But this is a big truck. Yeah. Like, this is Japan, the size of a truck. In Japan, you have, like, three things to move. Well, yeah. you got the rice cooker. The futon. And then, you a know. Book. And then a, a box of chopsticks. And everybody's conmarried everything. <laughs> you don't even need a U 
U-Haul over there. It's all about the Zen experience. It's like you move right? in a duffel bag. <laughs> Not even a duffel bag. This is one of those big trucks, like the big, big, big truck. Or well, it's not as big as the one we got the next time. Well, true, right. But So I'm driving this big truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, my perception is a big truck. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, I really need to have a special driver's license to drive. Because I'm not comfortable driving this thing. But nope, you don't need one. But you don't. You just... You can just Grab and go. Grab and go. Yep. And, and you know, you're on the highway with trucks equal size, people who have actual truck driver's licenses. <laughs> And um, so we're moving, and I'm thinking to myself, how the heck did we accumulate all this stuff that we need a big truck like this? Uh-huh. And we got to the house, and the first day? Well, our, so this, for the first house, the closing was before we moved all our stuff. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. So we closed in the house. Oh, I remember this right. Yeah. We closed on the house and immediately after the closing... I had to get on a plane and fly to Seattle. Yeah, for business. Yeah. So I wasn't going to not go to the house. So I went to the house by myself and I'm sitting there in this empty house. Oh, that's right. And I had like a little plastic crate or something. And I got, and and I'm sitting there thinking, what have we just done? <laughs> and and I found a little like food mart uh, down the street, and I went, and I I do rem- remember going out and buying a frozen lasagna, like a Stouffer's lasagna or something, and heating it up in the microwave, <laughs> and eating in the living room by yourself of the new house with the cats. No, the cats weren't even there yet. It was just me. Where were the cats? They were in the apartment. Remember, we hadn't moved everything yet. They were by themselves? With all our stuff. Oh, my God. Because we hadn't moved yet. Oh, and the boxes. Like, we were packed, but Um, we weren't going to move until, like, you got back from your trip. I'm on the plane, and in many routes, there are many routes out of Boston. Occasionally, we fly over uh, the southern part of Boston where we live now. Mm-hmm. And I do remember it was a very clear day. I'm looking down and we fly over and I could see the area where the house is. And I'm sitting next to this elderly woman and I start kind of laughing. And she just kind of chimed in, you know, what are you laughing at? I said, oh, I see the house that my wife and I just bought. You know what amazes me too about moving is that like you go in and you see a place and in in our case, the previous owner's stuff was all in the house when mm. we were there, and everything was so well coordinated. It looked, it looked like a little dollhouse. It That's was right. amazing, like light blue, these right? light blues and little lacy curtains, and the way that the 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 way that that they had gray carpets and then all the furniture like matched and it looked all so beautiful and coordinated and then she left and we put our stuff in it <laughs> what the heck <laughs> and it looked milk crate no, microwave we oven no we did not have milk crates no and at kitty that litter point. no but we had like this Pier One Papazon chair, oh my the God. double pop. We had our ours was a double Papazon chair, and then we had like that small. It kind of matched it. This the little two seater sofa 
that was what we had for oh that our... oh the thing I bought at the yard sale right, across the street right that that Waltham. was our our um, sofa and nothing matched anymore and oh the carpet in the dining room oh that's right. We discovered in the dining room, the woman who had owned the house before us had put down a round carpet underneath her dining room table, which was also round. And when we removed the carpet, because we were going to, you know, just... I mean, it was a large round carpet. Yeah, it was a large round carpet. They had polyurethane around the carpet. Right. So there was this section in the middle of the dining room floor. Huge section that had not been refinished. Had not been refinished. Why would you why why would you bother to polyurethane around a carpet? And why did we not think to, to lift look, up the, the edge the, of that the, the carpet? carpet to look underneath? Folks, folks, when you buy or move into a place Lift up the carpet. Before you sign the purchase and sale. Because it's a lot of work. Because you can't just do one area. Right. You have to have do, to the, do the, whole the whole dang house. The whole thing. A similar thing happened to my parents when they bought their house. Oh, no. Oh, that's when, right. Right, right. So apparently the previous owner, the husband, had wanted to surprise his wife by painting the walls. And when my parents got there, after they'd taken their stuff out of the house, there were all of these squares where the guy had painted around the pictures that's so much harder than just painting the whole wall. Like, why, why not just would you do that? The pictures. Why would you do that? That it, it's I, not like they were screwed into the wall, no. were they? I'm like, that's so much harder, dude. Why did you do that? Like, that's I don't so even sad. get that. It was very sad. But you also didn't see the wallpapering job he did in the downstairs bathroom. Was it like a horse and buggy stuff? It was oh, actually really, but nice. that wasn't that wasn't the most horrible part. It, it was that he didn't, this guy didn't quite know how to cut around the fixtures in the bathroom, you know, like the towel rack and the, and the toilet paper roll. So he kind of approximated it and then pasted on these mismatched no. triangles of wallpaper around where he messed up. Move the fixtures! No, you can't. No, that you can't oh. do. It okay. was like in the wall. Oh, I see. But, you know, basically when Dad and I redid that bathroom, Mm. my dad showed me how to do that. You know, it involved measuring and, you know, complex things like that. Complex? Mm. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Folks, learn how to use a ruler. Yes. Do you remember how the real estate agent told us that the first house had these beautiful perennial gardens... That came up every year, and that all of the, and that all of the plants were timed so that the flowers came out at different times of year, and it was really beautiful, and it was all perennial, so it was hardly any work. Now they were right about the perennials and the many, 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 many plants that were there, and they were right about the fact that it kept blooming throughout the good weather. And then one day you were talking to our neighbor who told us how much 
our the previous owner had loved gardening and spent all her free time out there working on it. We don't have and did not have at the time and probably never will have that kind of time to garden. So the garden went rogue uh -huh. over the course of 13 years. We occasionally tried to do something, but those plants were hardy because they were on their own. They just needed to do their thing. Yeah, I remember getting my, my first lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was cute. Now, uh, <laughs> the it's a rite of passage, I think, at least for someone who comes from a country where, like, that's not normal. There is no yard. I mean, you didn't. I mean, you have. Well, you have your stories about cutting bamboo, but you didn't really have a grass yard. We, no, we didn't really have much grass. It was mostly weeds. Mm -hmm. uh, but the lawnmower especially a gas-powered lawnmower mm -hmm. that was for me a big deal i mm -hmm. remember the first time i turned it on mm -hmm. it's like yeah <laughs> yeah hey, look at me you know i really had this image of everyone staring at me mm -hmm. all our neighbors staring at me there goes that arboleta guy he's a he, real he's man. american Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is that's that's the way to do it. Yeah. Now we did not have enough land for it to be a rider mower, though. No, no, no. I, I don't know if I would have ever gone that route anyway. Yeah, but well, if you had a uh, if you I had a yard the size holder. of my grandparents, well, you true. might have. Yeah, they had a lot of land, and I had to learn how to use it. Uh -huh. There was no one ever to guide me to show mm -hmm. me how to use this thing, uh, and it was definitely. Uh, a shift in my understanding of what home ownership is in America. Mm -hmm. But with that, mm -hmm. just accumulate more stuff. Yes. Because with the lawnmower, you also get power tools. And you oh, get power, power this and power that. Weed whacker. Weed whacker, which and... I still, I still use the same one. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the little uh, clips, the clipping shears. Yep. Yep. Uh, snow shovels. So oh my God! Snow, snow shovels. shovels. It was uh, the year that in Boston we had what came to be known as the April Fool's Day snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah, and we were fools. Yeah. So I used to think that uh, you know, hey, I'm a young guy. I got plenty of energy. Mm -hmm. I can just take this snow shovel and I can just shovel, 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 shovel. You know, and I had no problem. Our neighbor Lola. Mm. Her friend, Jim, one day was watching me shovel like a maniac. Just because I, you know, it's great exercise, right? He says to me, you really should slow down. You're going to give yourself a heart attack. I'm like, ah, no problem, Jim, you know. A couple of years goes by and doing this kind of shoveling and you realize, whew, <laughs> someday I'm going to have to get a snowblower, mm -hmm. which eventually I had to do. So then we decided to move. Well, actually, you decided that it was what? time to move. <laughs> what, what do you mean I decided? No, you were the you were the moving force behind that. Mm, literally. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you know, well, uh, you were you were like this is now the time to move. Mm -hmm. And the next goal was to move to not necessarily a bigger place, but uh quieter because the first house was on a very busy street. Mhm. Mm and also near the train station so that we could get to the airport 
more easily. And also um, near all the schools. Right. Well, it was the schools we were looking at at that point. Yeah. Because we were looking into into adoption. That's right. And so, so we mm-hmm. knew we wanted another bedroom and we wanted quieter. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we chose this place. Mm-hmm. Looked at other houses too. Settled on this place. The defining moment. Mm-hmm. Of moving is the actual moving. It's the actual packing of boxes and then moving all that stuff that you accumulate over time, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is unfathomable. We had been in that house, like I said, for 13 years with ourselves and a small business in all, all in one place. And we had at one point sort of changed. We had had a space for the business then we brought the business back into the house because of a few reasons. And we knew we were going to be going into another commercial space, but that hadn't happened yet. So we had all of our business equipment in the house as well that had been packed. And and so, you know, as usual, we call on our friends, we get the Biggest U-Haul truck right. that so we is upgraded. legal That's right. at this point. Yes. It was like a 26-foot truck. It was designed for, I think it, they said a four-bedroom house. Now, I do not know how this could be. Because, because we, we had, had a two-bedroom two bedroom house. house. But also kind of two offices and a whole bunch of other stuff that really needed to be on shelves in a in a commercial space. We had a really big kitchen, mm-hmm. which I love. I know. I, I love that kitchen. kitchen. Anyway, and my dad arrives. Who's a very logical thinker. And ha- has very a practical. very good sense of space. He's a computer engineer. So I'm backing this truck mm-hmm. into our driveway of yeah. the old house. Mm-hmm. And... Just having surveyed the boxes earlier, Dad says, well, it looks like you are SOL. At which point we go, what do you mean? He says, all those boxes are not fitting in that truck. Now, knowing my dad, I knew he was right. And we tried so hard to fit everything we could into the first delivery. Well, we, at that point, didn't we right away believe him? Or did um, we not? I did not. I was in denial. You were in denial. Because I was in at denial. what point did we call the real estate agent? Because it, at some point, oh, right, right? Yeah, right. We called the real estate agent and we said, we're in trouble here because we were buying and selling, as we mentioned. In a previous episode, we were buying and selling on the same day. So every single thing had to be out of our old house. Mm. And this is the night before the closing. Mm -hmm. And my dad saying we're SOL, that makes me nervous. So we call And our friends are looking at us like... Yeah. So we call the real estate agent and we ask, okay, can you please get in touch with the owner of the house we're buying and ask if we can drop off a load of stuff tonight before the closing? 
And the real estate agent just said, I will ask. Now, now he doesn't have to say yes. I, and I'm like, I know, but if we can't get this stuff out of here tonight, we can't close on this house tomorrow, which means we can't close on his house tomorrow. <laughs> Needless to say. He allowed us to bring the stuff over. So we filled the truck. Filled it. Filled it. Packed it. Packed all the way it. to the top. All of our friends are there helping us out. Packed it, packed it, packed it, drove it the mile. And just a mile. This huge truck for a mile. <laughs> Unloaded everything, went back to the old house. Uh huh. And filled it again. again. <laughs> That's an eight room house. This was a two bedroom house. What the heck did we do? We filled an eight room capacity truck or and twice it, i promise you we are not hoarders we are not we're, we're actually pretty good yeah we get rid how of do we accumulate all this stuff i do not know it's how we unbelievable did this. i don't know our contractor called our old house a mini colonial and we filled two 26 foot trucks <laughs> With stuff. I'm really scared because if we ever have to move again, I'm. Uh, we might as well just burn it. <laughs> Big bomb. There we go. That's it. <laughs> Nothing to move. Ashes. <laughs> I. I really don't. I. I don't. I don't know how this and happens. And dur- during the years after moving here, mm-hmm. we had one studio where we shared the studio, mm-hmm. space, office and studio, two mm-hmm. offices and a big studio, right? And which then, was my photo studio, right? But then you mo- you and then I accumulated more stuff, right? And then we moved to another studio in the center of Dedham, mm-hmm. where we accumulated more stuff, mm-hmm. and then we split. I moved my business to another location mm-hmm. where I accumulated even more stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And then eventually, we shifted the business, and you didn't need that anymore, and we brought all that stuff Into back. this house. Back home. <laughs> stuff around constantly you know over the years we've gotten rid of stuff too bags and bags and bags and bags and bags of stuff i even hired one of those places what's it called um uh where they where they pick up uh, junk uh what's it called 1-800-JUNK yeah what 1-800-JUNK or something like that they came by and i had all the stuff in the backyard yeah oh they pull up this truck yeah and i said take all that stuff and they said well we could take half of it one point i did a purge this was around the when when you know the the magical life-changing art you know marie Kondo's book comes out of tidying up i filled a room of stuff to get rid of and i transported it in several car loads to savers Mm. and there's still more i don't know how this happened and it's not like we spend money on stuff well, we must. I mean, we must. Come well, on. Well, I, like, mean, I mean, but what I'm saying is that it, it's not like we go I mean, out of our way to like say appear. we want more. Um, when you own a business, you just, there's stuff. You know, a camera and a tripod get together and next thing you know, there's like yeah, ball bearings you know. or something. <laughs> How does this happen? I just, 
That's exactly how it happens. Well, it's see, a camera right. on a tripod. Right. It's the birds well, and the, the bees. Look at the cute little ball Aww. Aww, and then they grow up to be lights you know? and mm-hmm. and mm. stuffed animals and books. And well, we also have a teenager. Well, yeah. Who has stuff. a lot of stuff. And it's all on her floor. Yeah. You know, laid out. I mean, I guess that's one way to it's do It's not things. laid out. It's dumped out. Well, yes. Amazing. Yes. Side note. Something I just remembered. Oh, no. About the two houses that I think the listeners will find interesting. They're exactly the same shape. Well, yes. So remember, at one point, you said, when we were in our old house, and we actually both agreed, Mm -hmm. we wish we could have this house... Somewhere else. And when we walked into the house that we own now, it was the same floor plan. Just bigger. Everything was just a little bigger. And it had a an addition off the back. A big addition. A, a, that was slightly different than the one we'd put on the back of our old house. But About the three times, it, four times as big. Yeah. But the... the the fact that it had an addition, like the main house had exactly the same floor plan. Even the same kind of stained window yeah, on the staircase going downstairs. Right. Yeah. It was the same house in a different location. How weird is that? I, it's just... It's... It's kismet. You said you're going to kiss me? <laughs> Our friends have informed us that uh, they are never going to help us move ever again. In fact, I I think that they floated the idea Mm. of paying for movers for us before agreeing to to help us move again. You know, part of the moving, the physical part of it, is that I enjoy, as we've talked about in one other episode, I look for excuses to exercise. Mm-hmm. Moving is actually one of those things. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, it's physical labor that, especially with friends, you know, get some pizza. Clearly, um, we did not get them enough pizza. No. Or beer. Or beer. Because they're not having it. Well, after anymore. they helped us move everything into this house. Yeah, they're like, we're We done. offered to get some pizza and beer. Like, no, we're going, we're leaving, see you, bye. Because it was like a 14-hour day for them. Yeah. We did not lose our friends, though. We did not. No. No, we have not. <sighs> and we're never moving again. Never again. No. Well, thank you for joining us on Date Night. If you enjoy our show, please rate it and review it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. What's your best moving story? How many times have you moved? We'd love to hear from you on our Facebook page, Date Night with Barbara and Taya. Or you can find us on Instagram at Our Date Night. Until Until next time. time.